beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi and the flat plains of West Texas and the beaches and bayous of Louisiana. K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM. Welcome to Living by the Word with Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I invite you to stay tuned as I share a powerful message from God's Word that will change your life. It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And now, here's today's message. Let's go over the scripture that we went over last week. 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. We're going to go over those scriptures and then I'm going to share with you what God gave me this week. Because some of y'all have been harassed too much, too long by care and anxiety. Got you all frustrated because you don't know what to do. Well, it's not your job to figure out everything. Amen? You do have a God, you know, that you worship and that you serve and that loves you. I mean, he's not, he's not some hateful dictator. He's full of love and compassion. He has compassion for you. Tell yourself, say, the Lord has compassion for me today. All right, you know, anytime you see Jesus, when the scriptures say that Jesus moved with compassion, that means somebody got blessed. Amen. <laughs> right? Some power the devil got destroyed in the process. Whenever Jesus moved with compassion, people's needs was met. And we talked about, because the Lord had me, I guess we got it in prayer one Saturday, that I need to start talking about signs, wonders, and miracles because that's what God wants to do in our lives. See, miracles are not hard for God to do. It's just that we had to be positioned for them. God's doing a miracle somewhere on the earth right now. How many of y'all agree with that? There's somebody today going to get a miracle from God, right? Don't y'all believe that? I believe somebody going to be healed today, amen? The devil going to get cast out of somebody today. Some scheme the devil's been doing, they've been trying to break somebody down, bust somebody up, I'm going to tell you, his power is going to be annihilated today. God's working a miracle somewhere on this earth right now today. Right at this very moment, he's working a miracle for somebody. I say, why not let it be you? Since he's doing it anyhow, it ain't hard for him. The scripture says, is anything too hard for the Lord? Do you have a problem too hard for him? I want to see your problem if it's too big for God. Oh, it must be something. Your problem is not too big for God, and God has given us one of the keys because I never, I never related. In 25 years, I've been saved over 25 years, I have never connected miracles with casting your cares until the Holy Ghost told me three weeks ago. He said, I'm going to tell you how to position yourself for miracles. He said, I will work miracles if people will give me their cares. Amen? First Peter chapter 5 says that he will, will bestow blessing. He will impart blessing and favor. Amen? When the blessing of the Lord come on you, I'm going to tell you that's the ability to prosper. The blessing is what gives you the ability to prosper. Amen? It's the blessing that make it rich. That means that abundance comes when the blessing comes. There's no shortage, no lack. Hallelujah. And there's so many other blessings. There's so many other gifts and things God wants you to have that's tied up in the word blessing. 
Oh, I'm going to tell you, it's everything you need. God is not, he's not afraid of what your problem is. It's not too hard for him. Amen? But we got to learn to cast our cares on him. How many of y'all had some cares this week? All right, now, if your hand ain't up, you telling a lie. Because the devil, he going to make sure he bring them around. Now, I'm not saying that you walked under the care. Amen? If you follow the word, you cast that care, cut the string off. Right? Like a yo-yo, throw it out there, cut the string off. Y'all like me to say that, don't you? Throw the string out there, cut the string off. Throw the yo-yo, cut the string off. Cut it off. Cut it off before it come back. Say, I ain't got it. Amen? You know, the thing about a yo-yo, for it to work right, you got to tie the string around your finger. Right? You got to tie it there. Oh, it's gonna, it'll go. Amen? I'm going to tell you, loosen that thing up. If you can't cut it off, just loosen it up and let it go. Fly off on its own. We got to tie a yo-yo, put a knot in it. Man, put the slip in here. That's the way the devil wants to do. Wants to tie those cares up on you. He'll tie it. Say, wait a minute. Tie that, tie that thing up. Let me put that thing on you. Tie it up on there. Make it tight so it won't come off. No, you just got to loose. Sometimes you got to pick at that knot. Sometimes you got to pick at it. You working on it, right? Oh, I'm going to get this. Oh, that thing done got too tight. It started to cut off my circulation. That's exactly what cares will do. They will cut your circulation off. Have you where you can't breathe, can't sleep, can't hold nothing on your stomach, all that kind of old crazy stuff. Right? I'm going to tell you, to not get you, you got to pick at that thing. Get you a knife. Get you. Sometimes you got to cut it off. I'm going to tell you, whatever it takes for you to get loose from the care, that's what you need to do. Because the care was not designed to bless you. It was designed to hurt you. It was designed to suffocate you. It was designed to choke the life out of you. We looked at that scripture last week, right? In the parable of the sower, where Jesus said, those seed that fell among thorns are those that hear the word and the cares of this life. Mm. And the deceitfulness of riches. People start running after money. You know, the big dream that come before their eyes. You know, that take them out of the will of God. I ain't talking about good dreams that put you right smack in the will of God. I'm talking about things that take you out of God's presence. Take you away from God. Amen? Riches and stuff that lead you away from God ain't a blessing. It's a curse from the devil. You got to recognize blessings and curses. Everything look good ain't a blessing. Some of that stuff got cursed all on the inside of it. But if you don't have any spiritual discernment, I'm going to tell you, you'll take it and swallow that thing and think that it's God and it wasn't. It'll poison your life for years. The Lord said, some of them ain't got it right. They ain't got it yet. They still holding the care. It's tied up on me. Say, but we've been picking at it for a couple of weeks and now I'm going to pick at it again. That thing going to come off of you. That yoke had to be destroyed. You say, well, pastor, I gave, I gave up 99% of my care, but I got one thing left that I'm still worried about. You got one too many. You're supposed to be carefree. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you got to first be convinced by the word that that's the will of God. For Some people worry about all kinds of stuff. Just worry. You know, how many of you ever said this here? Well, the only thing I'm worried about. Oh, really? 
You done identified the one thing got you worried. The only thing I'm worried about. You know, they're talking about some situation. Well, you know, all think everything else is going to work all right. The only thing we got to worry about. Oh, is that right? We've been trained in it good. We just take possession of the care. We take hold of the word. We tie it around, not just a little finger right there, but we tie up on the whole hand. Some of us dragging it. <laughs> Got the care. Some of y'all done put the care in a backpack. You just strap that thing on, tighten everything up. I'm under such a heavy load. I'm trying to make it. I'm climbing up the rough side of the mountain. I ain't never found no scripture where we're supposed to climb the mountain. Show me a scripture where I'm supposed to climb it. See, we take that and we think that's a badge of honor. Baby, I'm going up the rough side. Well, find the smooth side. If you got a choice in the matter, choose the smooth side. I ain't looking for the rough side. Jesus went up the rough side. Glory. He went up the rough side of the mountain so I can go up the smooth side. In fact, he told me all I had to do was speak to the mountain. All I had to do was cry grace to the mountain. It'll move. I'm not supposed to be out there seeing how high the mountain is. You know, this is a high, high mountain here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it, baby. All I want, I ain't asking the Lord for a lot. All I want is just a little bit. Just, Lord, just give me a little bit more grace to climb this mountain. And the Lord looking at you tomorrow. I told you to speak to the mountain. I didn't tell you to climb it. Lord, I got such a heavy burden. Oh, Jesus. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. Huh? If my yoke is easy, my what? My burden is light. If you got a heavy burden, then you ain't yoked up with Jesus. You done got yoked up with something else. He said his burden is light. Right? Well, you said, but Pastor, I got, I just, I'm carrying this heavy burden. Well, get out of the burden. God, it ain't yours if it's heavy. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Heavy laden, what that mean? That means you loaded down. That's what heavy laden. Heavy laden means heavy loaded. That means you got a heavy load. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor, that you, you working, you sweating, you trying to do it, amen? You got the heavy load on you. He said, and I'll give you what? I'll give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. My yoke is, is easy. My burden is what? Light. Glory to God. You know, you can go a long way with a light burden. If it's light, it don't even take much effort, right? If I got a light burden, then I ain't going to get tired as quick. God can burden your heart. I ain't saying that he can't burden your spirit over a person, over a situation, but, it, but that burden should never lead you to a place of anxiety and fear. Yeah, God lay things on my heart. I get burdened about things. We're to bear one another burden. That means I'm supposed to help unload you. Right? I'm supposed to take some load and say, hey, let's give this load to Jesus. That's how you handle it. Some people have been in church all their life and have never learned how to deal with stress and anxiety and fear and the burdens of life. They're still trying to carry them 40 years. 
I just won't make it in. I just won't make it in. Oh, Lord, I just won't make it in. Lord, just don't, I ain't asking for a lot. Lord, just give me just enough to get by. You out of the will of God when you pray that kind of prayer with your old selfish self. All you're thinking about is yourself when you say, Lord, just give me enough to get by. No, ask the Lord. Say, Lord, bless me so I can bless somebody else. See, if somebody else ain't included in your asking, then you all you think about is your four and no more. Glory to God. God hates it when his children are burdened down with burdens he didn't give them. I never connected this with miracles, but the Lord told me, say, he said, miracles are in the obedient action of the instructions that I give. When people do or obey the instruction that I give, he said, then I work my plan. Miracles start happening without you trying to make them happen. You ain't got to beg, plead, and cry for a miracle. You just need to find out what God wants you to do and do it. That's where the miracle is at. The miracle is in the obedience to the instruction. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go back over it. This stress and anxiety will keep us out of the place that God wants us to be. It will hinder blessings from flowing into our life in the degree and the measure God wants them to flow. Now, the children of Israel, as we alluded to earlier, when they came out of Egypt, those that were 20 years old and older never entered the promised land, but they still had a measure of blessing. Right? Because he did feed them manna. They did have a cloud over their head, shield them from the sun. Had a fire, a cloud of fire at night to keep them warm out there in the desert. The Bible says their clothes never wore out, but that wasn't God's best. They didn't build no houses in that wilderness. They, they could never find a place to settle down. They were always in a fight with somebody. But when that young generation went on in, God gave them cities. They conquered the land. They settled the land. When they obeyed God, God caused peace to come upon them in prosperity. They had greater blessing than what the people had in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm not going to say you can't have a measure of blessing by keeping the care, but you're not going to get the full measure. And you ought not be satisfied with anything less than the full measure. Amen? Because you're going to miss something. Disobedience will always cost you something. We got to cast our cares. Y'all in 1 Peter 5? Now I'm going to read this from the Amplified Bible. Listen to this. Everybody say, I'm carefree. I'm casting all my cares. All right, listen to this. We talked to you about humility. That was included in it, humbling yourself. See, if you don't humble yourself, you see, see, pride will keep you from casting. I can handle it. He didn't ask you to handle it. Well, he ever asked you to handle it. He told you to cast. All right, let's look. Let me read, let me read from verse 5. It says, likewise, you who are younger and of lesser rank, be subject to the elders, the ministers, and spiritual guides of the church. See, first talking talk about humility and submission. Giving them due respect and yielding to their counsel. Clothe, apron yourselves, all of you, with humility as the garb of a servant so that its covering cannot possibly be stripped from you with freedom from pride and arrogance toward one another. 
For God sets himself against the proud, the insolent, the overbearing, the disdainful, the presumptuous, the boastful. And he opposes, frustrates, and defeats them. But he gives grace, favor, blessing to the humble. So God gives what? To the humble? He gives grace. So what happens is when you cast your cares, there's an impartation of grace that comes. Grace is the divine ability of God. It is the favor of God. It is the strength of God released in your life that enables you to do what you couldn't do naturally. All right, look at this next verse. Verse 6. Therefore, humble yourselves, demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God that in due time he may exalt you. See, God has a plan to lift you up, right? But if you don't humble yourself, then he can't lift you up. Whenever God exalts a person, that means that blessing will come on them. Impartation and happen in their life because God don't lift up the proud, the arrogant, the insolent. You got to humble yourself. You got to stay humble. Listen to verse 7. Now he tells you, he tells you how to humble yourself. The way that you humble yourself is by casting your care. If you don't cast your care, that is an indication that you are full of pride. Because you're basically telling God you don't need no help with it. Listen to what he says. Listen to this. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns once and for all on him for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. He said the reason why you want to cast your care is because God cares about you. And he's watching over you. Amen. And that he wants to help you. He wants to put grace in your life. Listen to how the rest of this reads. It says be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant, and cautious at all times for that enemy of yours the devil roams about like a lion roaring in fierce anger seeking someone to seize upon and devour see the devil is looking for people that that, that are that are expert warriors some people think they got an anointing from God to worry you're not anointed to worry well, you know, God just graced me this way, baby, where I can take on the care. No, he didn't. You're not anointed to worry. Some people think, boy, they're a champion warrior. Don't know, but can't nobody beat me worried. Child, I stayed up till 3 o'clock last night just worrying about this. Went, yeah, but you know what? I was up till 5, eh? I was up till 5. You know, they're going to outdo your worry. Y'all you know, anybody, somebody, you give them a concern. Yeah, but baby, let me tell you about mine. They're going to outdo you in worrying. And then if you don't worry, they think something wrong with you. Right? If you cast your care, see, you're an oddball. Baby, you ain't worried about that. No, I ain't worried about it. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? you losing your mind. Is you going crazy? How come you ain't worried about that? You, Girl, I would be worried. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep or eat if I was going through all of that. How come you ain't worried? What's wrong with you? They think something wrong with you if you don't worry. Mm, we need to get them checked out. They need to get checked. <laughs> they need to be checked. They ain't worried about nothing. Something wrong with them. And then they'll, then they'll do you like that. You don't care about nothing, do you? You should say, no, I sure don't. 
You don't care about nothing, do you? No, I sure don't. Cast all my cares, I ain't got no more. This is supposed to be a lifestyle. You get me? When the devil tried to put these burdens on you and these cares, this, when bad news comes, when things don't work out like you want them to work out, when things go different than the way you planned, and you thought God was going to do it one way and he did it, or he did it a different way than what you expected, sometimes the care and the anxiety of that can come on you. When you see people living wrong and you see that they're living a lifestyle that's going to hurt them or hurt somebody else, that's a cause for concern. I'm not saying don't be concerned about anything. I'm just saying don't take the burden of it and the worry and the stress that come along with that. So he tells us how to deal with it. He say, give it to God. Then he say, resist the devil. Right? He said, give it to me. And then he said, watch the devil. He said, resist him steadfast in the faith. Amen? Look at verse number nine. We'll stand him. Be firm in faith against his own set. See, there is an own set. Rooted, established, strong, immovable, and determined. Oh, listen at that. Withstand him. How are you supposed to withstand the devil? Firm in faith. Rooted. Rooted, established, strong, immovable, and determined. See, you got to be determined that when you cast a care and he tried to throw it back to you like a yo-yo, you got to be determined and say, nope, that ain't mine. I refuse to worry. Tell your neighbor, say, I refuse to worry about anything. Say, I'm not worried about my job. Say, I'm not worried about my future. Say, I'm not going to worry about my children. You sure not going to worry if you ain't got none. So, <laughs> right? Say, I'm not worried about money. Say, I'm not worried about them bills. Hallelujah. Now, you get dead free, so you won't have, there's no concern. That's why God wants you to be blessed. So you won't have the stress of finances on you. When he said don't worry about anything, that's exactly what he means. That's exactly what he means. He said resist the devil, strong, determined, knowing that the same identical sufferings are appointed to your brethren, your brotherhood, the whole body of Christians throughout the whole world. And God will cause you to settle down the, the scripture says after you suffer a while, a lot of people think that the Lord is going to put suffering on you and make you sick and all that. That's not what that's talking about. That's talking about the suffering or the hardship that you go through in casting the care. That's the context of what this scripture is right here. So sometimes there's a suffering that, that we endure. It's a fight of faith is what it is. We fight and say, nope, I'm not going to worry about that. Nope, the devil will bring that to you 50 times in a day. And every time you got to, see, you're suffering. You're suffering that attack. That attack is coming, but you keep resisting. And then he said, but Lord, as you're diligent and as you're determined, then the Bible says that God will cause you to, he'll establish you, he'll root you, and he'll cause you to settle you. See, listen to what the next part of this is there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen to what this next verse says. After you have suffered a little while. See, sometimes it takes a little while to get that care off of you. Sometimes it don't go the first time you cast it. Sometimes it takes a little while of you casting that because the devil will bring it back to you. Come back in your thought life. You got to say, nope, I ain't going to think about that. I'm not going to worry about it. I gave it to the Lord. I'm trusting God with that. So that after a little while, you keep doing that. The devil can't take it. After a little while, he wear out. 
after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace, there it is right there, who imparts all blessing and favor. So what happens when you endure the temptation of it? He begins to impart the grace and the favor that you need to stand, and the blessing comes on you. That means God's able to work miracles in your life. Amen? Who has called you to his own eternal glory in Christ Jesus will himself, listen to this, will himself complete and make you what you ought to be, establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you. In other words, when you rid it and cast that care, there's a peace that comes down in your spirit that, that calls you to just settle down. Tell your neighbor, say, settle down. See, some people are all upset. They just, just, just frantic inside. Just can't wait until church be over. Just on the inside, sitting there like this. When are you going to stop preaching? They got the care of the preacher on them. Some people are all anxious about how long the service is going to last. How long this going to be? On the inside. We should stop all that talking up there. Get on with the scripture. God ain't give you but three or four of them. <laughs> All on the inside, all anxiety, all about the, the even about the church service. How long they gonna sing this morning? See, care can come to you in all kind of ways. Wonder how long to pray. I hope they don't sing them three or four times. You know, when we say singing again. I know some people cringe on the inside. Oh, there they go again. Sing it again. I wish they shut up. We threw it to singing. won't just let him get up there and sing and sit down. Then after that, he got to preach a mini-sermon. After they done sung. About the song they sung, he preaching about it. <laughs> See, care can slip up on you. You don't even know you, you all tied up in knots. Can't even enjoy the presence of God. Worried about the time. We're going to be late getting to that restaurant today. If you could see in the spirit how people are really doing on the inside. You got to give those cares to the Lord. Philippians 4. Philippians chapter 4. Verse 6 through 8. Say rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God with thanksgiving. Let, and, and the peace of God that passes all understanding shall guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So I see that when the care comes, I got to humble myself, give it to God, get ready for a fight, resist the devil. See, that's a part of it, resisting the devil. Some people just want to throw it and then they don't want to resist the devil. Well, you, you got to resist him because he, he's looking for somebody to, to devour. So you got to resist him actively. You got to resist him. Now, this scripture here says, and he's giving us another key here. He said, now, don't be anxious about anything. He said, but by everything through prayer and supplication. Those are heartfelt requests to God. He said, let your requests be made known to God with thanksgiving. So I'm supposed to say, now, Lord, 
I'm, here's my anxiety. Here's my care. Here's what I'm frustrated about. I refuse to hold it. I give it to you. I'm resisting the devil saying I'm not taking it back. And now, Lord, I'm making my request known to you. And it doesn't matter which order you do this in because sometimes it may flip-flop on you. Just depend on how the attack comes. Sometimes you just take the care straight to God, make your request known, then turn around and resist the devil. Take a stand against it. Amen. Then you make your request known with thanksgiving. Why? You have been listening to Living by the Word with your host, Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center. I trust that you've received the Word of God that will change your life and make you strong. This message is available for a gift of $5 postage paid. If you would like a copy of today's message, call us at 318-442-8100. That's 318-442-8100. Or write us at P.O. Box 13195, Alexandria, Louisiana 71315. We invite you to join us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and Wednesday night at 7 p.m. for worship services. We're located at 4701 Lee Street in Alexandria, Louisiana, just two blocks off MacArthur Drive. Until next time, may God richly bless you. is radio station K-A-Y-T Gina Alexandria 88.1